0: Hello there, listeners. Make sure you stay tuned to the streamcast for this pod, where we'll be talking about Nintendo's Indie World and Capcom's Resident Evil Showcase. Hello and welcome to the Streamcast. My name is Leonardo and I'm joined by... Hiachi Mishima. Nice. And we're going to talk about this week in gaming. we got a few showcases. Man, it's been a while. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm not too bad.
1: I had a really great week this week. Started a new course. Met all the people nice. on my course. Pretty cool. It is pretty intense and it's just going to get a lot harder as we go on we're going to learn a lot of great content so I'm really looking forward to that and um, afterwards start working again so it's, it's great also Invincible came out today so it was a great episode they usually are they're just always bangers uh, there's two more left so I can't wait
0: to oh, only get that out left. the
1: way eight episodes so uh, yeah it's banging it's banging but we'll uh we'll save that for another pod before we get into that what about yourself how have you been
0: yeah it's been a good week for me too thank you for asking the gyms have opened up this week so i've been back in there punishing my body so Mm -hmm. i'm now on the rest portion of my week i think i'm gonna keep it this way four days on three days off Mm. i'm loving invincible and i've got to give you a massive shout out for sending that my way been loving it. It's good. Yeah. We haven't watched episode six just yet, but episode five was mad. And yeah, we're gonna do a whole pod on the invisible season. It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good.
1: It is like the only thing that annoys me is the inconsistencies with Mark. Like sometimes you'll see him and you're like, all right, he's he's getting there, he's competent. And then the Luke Cage episode will happen and you're just like oh goodness me just alright then never mind
0: because his
1: dad different story like no one's touching his
0: dad I think that's just an experience issue and you know as you say that part is going to be in depth it's going to be fire and we're going to talk about everything everything (laughs) awesome yeah, and I'm glad to hear that you started your course and you seem to be enjoying it very much. Uh, you say it's gonna get harder, but that that doesn't seem to put you off, which is very impressive no. for me. I like that. Mm. All right. Did you watch the Nintendo Indie World Showcase this week? Yeah, I did. And like, do you know what? I think my issue
1: with the Indie Showcase is I see the Nintendo Direct and I stop reading at Nintendo Direct. Oh, and God. it's like this is this is for the indie games. It's the indie games. Don't expect like Smash. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Don't expect any of the main lines, don't expect any Metroids, don't expect any more Legend of Zelda, don't expect any of that. It's just indie. So I guess in that regard, it was it was pretty good. I mean they're doing the Nintendo thing again of porting other games. So I think Fez came on there uh and fez is like a really like really well done game people love it um i think it's got 10 out of 10s uh but it's it's also a port like the switch is is, is a port console but yeah. it works and do you know what's mad do you know what's mad because in in a in a weird regard you can kind of compare it to those other kind of budget knockoff consoles like the one soldier boy tried to make and those other consoles are just basically glorified emulators. And it makes you think, huh, like, what new games am I actually getting on this console? It's the same old, like, it'll either be, so for the Switch now, it's, you know what, this is such a tangent. Let me go back to the, um, the the indie world. I thought it was okay. <laughs> I thought it was like a five out of ten. It was all right. There's one game I want to try. Uh, I think it's Never Yield. Um, it's one of yeah. the black creator. Like, when I don't know about you, um, like feel free to jump in, but when I saw like the black guy talking, because I was in my kitchen cooking when the director was on, and I just stopped everything because I was like, hold on, a black dev on Nintendo Indie. All right, let's watch this. Where are we going? And I wasn't disappointed. So it was good to see because the game. It was a lot of fun. It's like a, I think it's a 2D side scroll, not a side scroller, but it's like 2D slash 3D. It's a runner. I like all the features I saw. I like the world that they live in. And if there is an overarching story of any kind to make the journey, to just give the journey a reason, because I think when I play games, I want the journey to have a reason. If it doesn't, I'm going to put it down. Um, then I'm getting this game and it, it's going to get a tentative 7 out of 10 uh the minute i start it and it's it's up to the game whether it goes up or down or stay seven out of ten but at the moment it's there it's a seven out of ten
0: yeah that's nice for you to start on seven i start on zero when
1: i play games that's fair enough i mean to be fair you will never be disappointed then
0: (laughs) yeah exactly i enjoyed the indie world showcase personally and I think it's because I take it for what it is it's indie, I'm not expecting Mm. Metroid I'm not expecting Smash I'm not expecting F-Zero because even though the Nintendo games are quite small in comparison to the Playstation and Xbox counterparts they're still big relatively so yeah I don't expect to see any of those I thought it was cool I really am amazed at how many different types of people are involved in these indie world because we saw Studios from Japan, Korea, Germany, France, and that kind of diversity was really impressive for me, even though I wasn't interested in every game per se. Mm. But there were some notable games that I was so excited to see, and not because of prior knowledge or anything, but when I saw them, I was like, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's a bit of me You're going right in my basket. Nice and as you said those include aerial knights never yield and yeah i can't lie as soon as i saw a black developer i was like yeah we're rooting for everyone black yep yeah, right in my <laughs> yes. basket i don't even want a <laughs> discount i'm paying full rrp for that got to support him, got to support him. <laughs> exactly and um when you said you hope the game has a story i can confirm there is a bit of a story when it comes to that game nice and All I will say is this. You take the role of Wally, a mysterious character that has recovered what was taken from him. Hopefully you're fast enough to outrun your enemies, expose the truth and try to uncover the mystery of what happened to them. So there is a story there. And I think the story is going to be incorporated into the game mechanics. And as you progress through the game, more of the story will be revealed. It's a classic like Yu-Gi-Oh, original Yu-Gi-Oh, where the main character is trying to discover his memory and realize what happened. He's trying to piece together what happened for the viewer, and I'm excited. They did announce a demo right after the Indie World Showcase, and I downloaded that right away. And I've just tried the demo. It's oh no, nice. really it's really good. Sweet, sweet. And I think it's we'll got a sure. really good balance. So I tried it on the easiest difficulty, and it's mm. really fun. It, doesn't, it does enough to help you and it's the right amount of challenging and if you if you find it too easy, you can turn it up. It's all good. I am very excited about this. The colours are amazing. It's got that nice retro 90s style, but it also looks like it's set in the future. It looks good. Black main character. Yes, please. Positive representation. Here we come. And it reminds me of a Sonic game. So, in mm-hmm. the Sonic game... Obviously, speed is a big factor, but then there's also, you're not being really violent in the games, but you are kind of fighting, you are defeating enemies, and this game gives me a lot of those vibes as well, so it is perfect for the family, it's perfect for little kids to play, there's no risk of any gore, that's needless, and the music is banging, it's so good the music in the demo is so good and the rest of the score is like that this might be my 2021 Streets of Rage 4 nice that's a big claim you loved that game I love that game I I think if the game continues the way the demo has left its impression on me I think I might prefer it to Streets of Rage 4 hmm when's the game out? it's out on the 19th of May Oh, It's a whole month away. <laughs> well, I don't think it's 100% finished. Oh,
1: they're kind of a bit close, but it's not going to get a physical release, yeah. is it?
0: Okay, I don't yeah, think so. Enough. I think we'll start off digital. There might be a physical release some point down the line, but mm. yeah, like the indie games aren't too fussed about the physical releases just yet. Fair enough. Oh, and I don't think it's that bigger game or like
1: seven hours maybe
0: maybe I I think it won't be longer than 10 unless you're gonna do like everything everything yeah mm. do you know what I
1: paid uh, for Untitled Goose when it came out so I'm definitely gonna grab this when it comes out
0: no brainer <laughs> awesome and if you haven't make sure you check out the demo it's absolutely free you might enjoy it let us know your thoughts if you have tried the demo Streamcast underscore on Twitter and Instagram. There was another game that I really liked the look of, but it's not going to be released until 2022, so I can't remember the name for it. For the life of me. Was it was it Aztec by any chance? Oh, that's another
1: one. I even forgot about that, that one. Good. That looks mm. so good. Man. I don't think we, we got shown a lot, though. And I think it all might have been like cinematic. I might be wrong. But The World, The Enemies... And just the aesthetic, beautiful. Yeah. It's a game I'd like to play, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think gold is my colour to, like, relate to, like, gods and kings and all of that stuff. So when I see that in the mythology, 10 out of 10, I love that stuff. Yeah. And it's a mythology that doesn't really get enough praise, I feel. I think Aztec mythology is one that we should see in more games. I'm very excited to learn more. I hope they do, like, the God of War thing where they put enough like actual history in and then they like jazz it up so you know it's fun yeah. yeah. I hope they do that, I'd love to to learn more about the Aztec mythology in a game and yeah I don't know when that's coming out, I think you're right they did do that trick where the developer was talking or someone involved in the team was talking and then there's a lot of like cutscenes photos not a lot of actual gameplay but I think the game is very young in development but I'm very mm. excited but that wasn't that wasn't the one I was thinking of. It was a I think it's a Japanese inspired one. It's an RPG. I don't remember what it was called, but they showed it for like at 10 seconds. And they, I think it's yeah. said 2022. But I'm very excited for that as well. All right. And, Look out for that. Yeah. And finally, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. So happy for that one. I love Streets of Rage, as I've just said. And this game looks just like it yeah oh my god man those colors that really intentionally pixelated 90s art style yeah man that looks cool uh akira like, i'm really watching... sorry no go on go on no finish it off akira and i were watching the showcase together and as soon as she heard teenage mutant ninja turtles she was like ugh and then she actually saw it and she was like okay okay yeah, i can see like it a... because we've mm. seen tmnt done badly and this is it done right in my opinion so yeah I hope there will be online and local co-op up to 4 players and yeah man how a bro what are you <laughs> going to say <Isaiah? laughs>
1: I was just going to say um I'd like the fact that they they kept it the 90s style so like I think there've been lots of different iterations since then and they tried to make it more grungy more like you know more rough um they kind of went back to the 90s style a little bit when they went into the future for a bit and I'm sure there've been like more iterations as it's gone on but I'm really glad they've gone back to, like, the, I think, original style. That's my earliest memory of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, the 90s one, but it looks beautiful.
0: Yeah. I. Not every franchise needs the grungy, hardcore, dark look. Like, that vibrant 90s look works for many a franchise. And TMNT mm-hmm. is just one of those ones. Like, keep it 90s. Keep it simple. I'm definitely getting that it's going to come out later in 2021 so I'm you know there's a few games in the indie world that I'm excited for there's like what four nice. I count four or five
1: mm-hmm. so and you yeah. get like at least half of them this year as well which is pretty cool yeah <laughs> that's one thing I'll say about Nintendo's indie world and I'll have to give them props for and even Nintendo Directs actually because they do this too a lot of the time you'll hear a game and like half the time they'll be like Releasing later today Or releasing this month It won't be some nonsense where it's like Releasing in two years time Like They don't they do blue ball you like that It's literally, here's the game You can actually play it Now And I love that, I think that's a really good touch And I don't know if it's because it's indie Because I think they might do it in the direct But like, good on them for just keeping Things like secret And not having things leak um, Because you can just watch it get excited and be like oh my goodness Christmas has come early I can play this now it's great <laughs> did that with No More Heroes on the Switch I instantly bought it I was like oh, all right buying this um I think it's a nice touch because it in this world where it's like everything is digital you yeah, you see something for the first time and you're like "Ooh, I kind of want this but then it's like no nah, it's going to come out in like five months or whatever so like that hype will go away Because with you and Cyberpunk, you were ready. It got delayed Mm -hmm. once, it got delayed twice, and then you Mm cancelled. I would have cancelled as well. I just forgot. And then it came (laughs) to my doorstep and I was like, oh, I guess I have to play this now. But yeah, like getting the hype and saying you can have it right now is is
0: such a good way to get people to buy. I agree with that. It's underrated, I feel. Nintendo deserves a lot of praise for that. As you said, they know what they do. They do it. Yeah, (laughs) they do it with indie world and their directs. I 100% agree. Yeah, there's no time to let the hype die, and it's just a clever marketing boy. You know, you can buy it now. You're getting all those impulse buys. Yeah, I really like that, and it's just it's just nice to see something or see a trailer for something, and know you can play it very soon or you can play it now. Yeah, because you don't get that enough especially with the bigger games the bigger showcases, the bigger events it's always later sometimes you don't even get a date so it's a nice move of goodwill between Nintendo and its fans to round things off what was your favourite thing from the Indie World Showcase
1: I guess Never Yield because it's, it's it's the most
0: I remember what about you? It's a tie between Never Yield and Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I knew you would be there. <laughs> yeah, man. It just looks like something you could just play with all your friends and just, like, beat up Shredder and his minions. Mm. Like, I really hope
1: it's got... It. Mm. I really hope it's got online co-op and, like, we've been in lockdown for a year. Maybe it's not enough time to do it, but I think... They'd be missing out if they didn't do online co op because obviously not everyone's just going to each other's houses, and so it'd, it'd be a waste if you couldn't enjoy that co op function. So hopefully, it's online too.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I probably wouldn't buy it if it doesn't have it online. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't have online, oh, I no. probably won't buy it. So, boys you're caught online I mean, and what,
1: local they... co op. Yeah. they've got a month to do it if they haven't already no it, you, you you, you,
0: it doesn't come out next month when's it come out? it's just late in the year they don't have a release date just yet
1: oh okay For never
0: sure yield that comes because... out next month that's it
1: okay. oh yeah sweet I mean, maybe but, one of them will listen to this and be like let's put in the <laughs> put in the bonus content just for them yeah, I mean. we've, got to
0: put, we've got to put online co-op we've got to put it in come on <laughs> if you are listening to this pod, let us know what your favourite moment was from the Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Was it Aerial Knights Never Yield? Or was it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge? Or was it something else completely different? Let us know. Now from Nintendo to Capcom, a completely different showcase with a different tone, Resident Evil Village. Did you catch this one, Isaac?
1: Yeah. It It was shorter than I thought it'd be. I was a bit upset because it was a whole like presentation but I thought we'd get to see more of the game. It was, I think you we were talking about other stuff and that stuff was good, don't get me wrong, but what we saw of the game could be summed up in like two minutes and I was like, I don't want more. <laughs> like, I want to see more of Lady, to, I mean, I want to see more of the game, all of Resident Evil 7, the, the players, like the characters. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay and but what we did see was was amazing and I think oh what's his face the guy that's in every single Resident Evil Chris in the Chris Chris Redfield yeah I think he's a werewolf and I want to know why and how that happened because I know like you're shooting at werewolves in the game so does that mean all the werewolves are bad and if so like is Chris on your side is he a one-off did did the werewolves start with Umbrella? At this point, I don't know... I don't know what's what anymore. Is Are things supernatural, or did, sci- did scientists, like, make these vampires and wells? I don't know what's going on anymore in Resident Evil. I don't know. I just know it's scary, and I'm going to watch Let's Plays. That, that's it. That's, that's all I know.
0: <laughs> what about you? Yeah. What are your thoughts? I liked what I saw, but I agree with you. They did that clever thing because they snuck in netflix anime stuff and they snuck in movie stuff i yeah i think in the last showcase they showed half of chris's face was a werewolf so Mm. yeah it was a bit okay what's going on here and i don't know anything about why that is either i'm assuming that the game is going to reveal more about that because it's basically werewolves versus vampires basically
1: versus you because I think they, they both want to kill you
0: yeah so is this just Twilight Resident Evil version I don't know but you might be right you know
1: you might be right <laughs> to be fair though Lady Demestru or I can't pronounce her name Dimitris. Makes for a Dimitris thank you man of culture uh, she makes for a better Bella uh, definitely a woman worth fighting for
0: I mean, if you have to pick between the two, Lady Dimitris, isn't it? Yeah, every time. Every single time. Mm -hmm. But they announced new demos coming out with PlayStation owners getting preferential treatment. Nice. And we'll be able to access the demos earlier. Isaac, will you be playing any of the demos? I can't wait for
1: some random guy online who's he's got a nice voice uh, to play them for me and I'll definitely be one of their views I'll drop it a like and uh, you know I'll come back and give my feedback me and myself personally no I will not <laughs> what about you I know at least Akira will but what about you
0: yeah I think she'll be the one playing because I don't know I just don't have the vim to play it like mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not completely sold in it personally so okay, yeah, not mm. but I did try the first demo that was PS5 exclusive and I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun, oh, but like okay. there wasn't too much action going around. You're trying to like puzzle things together. Yeah. And basically Lady Dimitris finds you at the end. But yeah, it's 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 quite a fun demo. If that's an indication of what to expect from the game, I think mm. I think we're looking at a good solid game. I think so. I think so. Um, it seems to
1: build off what uh, Resident Evil Seven left off, um, which again was a was a pretty good game. Even uses like the same like mechanics, uh, what looks to be the same like UI. But yeah, Seven was a great game. So if it's anything like that, I think it'll be. Have you played Seven or like finished it at all? I've not played Seven. So there's like there's a character in number Seven, and I honestly thought it was him. Uh, when I saw him for the first time like you know the guy who he looks like a boat captain in the game for the in Resident Evil 8 in the demo he's like a bald guy with a hat trench coat that isn't Chris Redford and his face looks a bit wet Yeah, I can't remember yeah. don't worry but I th- <laughs> honestly thought he was one of the bakers from number 7 when I saw him for the first time and I was like oh my goodness are they going to do this are they going to bring back that family from the previous game and stick it into this game as well like i don't think they are but if they did that would have sold me because i loved number seven i've never played in my life but i loved number seven (laughs) so um eight is anything like it then yeah i'm sold i am absolutely sold so what are you sold on because you said you're not going to play it Oh, I'm sold on watching a Let's Play I, I, that's, <laughs> okay.
0: that's
1: one extra view for some YouTuber out there <laughs> guaranteed guaranteed um, but not those YouTubers that like don't like get it out there not the ones that like because they'll record a lot and then they'll wait and then they'll like segment it and do it like week by week and uh, it'll be like a month after the games come out and they still haven't finished it um, I know that's me being like what's the word I'm looking for very bratty and spoiled but yo I can find them let's plays out there so like, if you haven't finished it like I'm going somewhere else because I want to see it I just don't want to play it because I'm scared <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow I mean that takes a lot of time to set up you know like you do true. the whole let's play you're not wrong you're right. videos, editing them
1: getting them out Right, you're right. Cool. Do you know what it is? I think it's because um, when The Last of Us came out, like I wasn't that interested in it, but I did want to know the story. And there was a certain, there was a certain guy who who may or may not be called Bradley, and they took so long. I think it was like two or three months after the game came out before they finished. It. I was like, so he did, because like I didn't hate it when I was watching it, but then it just stopped. And then all I'm seeing in my feed is. Finale, 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 finale from other YouTubers and I'm like, make it together. Cause I don't like switching from like one person's like yeah, let's play yeah. to another. Cause then it feels different. Things have been missed. Maybe you don't have certain weapons. Um but this isn't a conversation about our favourite YouTubers or whatnot. It's about Resident <laughs> Evil. Let's let's get back on topic. Um No no the game the game looks good. And do you think Kira will stream it or are we just going to like play for fun? Because if she does, then I'll watch Streamcast's own Resident Evil 8 and I will wait this time. Wait as long as it takes.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, that's a conversation I need to have with Akira. I wish she was on this pod so she could talk about Resident Evil showcase. She was Mm. very excited about it. She was happy and that was the main thing. I don't know. I think she has interest in streaming it. I'll put it mm-hmm. that way. She has interest in streaming yeah. it. It's not a definite yes. It's definitely not a no, but Ooh, we'll see. we can make time for it.
1: Right. Fair enough. I'll, I'll try and plant some seeds into her head as well. Okay. Oh, <laughs> but even it's coming out soon, you know? like uh, I mean, I it's coming out soon. It should be next. Yeah. yeah. Wait, it is coming out soon, isn't it? Very soon. 7th like, yeah. of May. Ooh... That's even closer than, um... Is it
0: Night's Yield? Never, Never Yield. Never Yield. Ooh.
1: All right, sweet. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Mm-hmm. And they did a lot of things that I think the Resident Evil faithfuls will mm-hmm. be proud of. They brought back an extra mode that... I mean, I'm not a Resident Evil fan, so I'm not going to do it justice, but it does seem really, really amazing. It gives me a lot of Devil May Cry vibes, but that makes sense because it's Capcom.
1: Yeah. Like speaking of Devil May Cry, there was a bit where I think they were showing off the movie and all I saw was some guy's chin and it was a little bit like hairy. Honest to God, I thought that was Dante. And I was like, oh, shut we're getting Devil May Cry 6. I was like, all right, I'm interested. And then it turned out to be the, the movie or the Netflix adaptation or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, like this is good, I guess. This is fine. It's <laughs> fine. This will do, I suppose. But it does look good. I won't lie. And it's on Netflix, which means I can actually watch it. Like all the good shit seems to be on HBO. I'm like, I don't have that, and I'm not getting it, uh, especially not after Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's on Netflix. I was like, yeah, okay, it's a good. And Leon does look terrible in the suit. She was right. Doesn't suit him hey i see what you did there very nice
0: <laughs> thank you very much so i will quickly run through the demos now and i'll give you all uk time the village area is its own demo that is going to come out soon you will get 30 minutes of play time to explore from 6 p.m bst on the 18th of april to 2 a.m bst on the 19th of april so that's not a very long window then you'll have the castle area, which is, which will basically be the week after, 6 p.m. on the 25th of April to 2 a.m. on the 26th of April. And eventually, these two pieces of content come together to form a single 60-minute demo. All of the content will be the same, but now you can play it in all one session. You will gain access from the 2nd of May, and the demo will be available until the game's launch on the 7th of May. So that's 1 a.m. On the second of May till twelve AM on the seventh of May, when the game will be out.
1: I find that so weird. Does that ever happen with other games?
0: Sometimes, mm. uh, some companies, some companies that are big enough, they will do stuff like that. Uh can't give you an example off the top of my head, but there will be there are a lot of studios that I've noticed do demos at least very close to the release date and I get it it's to get those last minute buys but I've not really seen basically a game do a demo available for a week up to release Mm -hmm. I'm like
1: maybe like I think I no I don't get it I just don't get it I just don't get it like because they do 30 minutes and you get that for 8 hours then next week you get another 30 minutes and it's only for 8 hours is that just to, like, garner hype and to garner, like, people just talking about it online and, like, throwing their their theories about? Because wouldn't it be... Wouldn't it just make more sense to just let people
0: just play the demo and just, like, have it and enjoy it? I think you are right. I think that's what it's for. I think it's to get people talking. It's to get people streaming it. It's to get people putting it up on YouTube. It's to get people doing discussion videos, theory videos. It's to get people to find... As many Easter eggs as possible little people will make little games out of it how mm. much stuff can we get done in 30 minutes and i am assuming that you get a 30 minute block and you can just keep doing that block for the eight hours as opposed yeah. to you get 30 minutes in that eight block eight hour block once and once only so yeah i think people will be going back in and trying to find as much stuff as they can i think they might do something like put clues as to what the game's plot will entail Mm-hmm. at least some of it so i think people will be very excited to do stuff like that and of course there'll be people not playing the game so there will be people looking for that bonus content some people like the lore of resident evil but not exactly have the interest of playing the game and this is kind of for them as well so yeah this is kind of like extra content that makes sense yeah and i think I'm- that eight hour thing is to just get people you know you've got to do it now you can't wait yeah. for this. i did it now yeah, that's true it now, that's it and i guess if you miss that you get the week's window to do the same thing which is you not being punished for doing it for not mm. you know doing it right away so it's like demand and supply if you if you keep the supply low the demand will be high that makes sense exactly exactly But let us know, if you are listening to this podcast, what was your favourite part of the Resident Evil Showcase? Was it the game mode? Was it the game itself? Was it seeing more of Lady Dimitris? Was it the Netflix adaptation? Or was it something else? Let us know. Streamcast underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Did you have a favourite moment, Isaac, of the showcase?
1: I mean, there's a point where... I mean, it's an old trailer, but there's a point where uh, Lady uh, Dimitris, like... Grabs a like a whole desk and chucks it across the room, and I was like, oh, I wish that was me. Wait, what, no, sorry. Wait, what? My, my favorite, my favorite part was uh, I think it might have been. Jesus. <laughs> oh God! I think my favorite part uh, was probably. I think it was just seeing Chris Redfield, and just seeing that the fact that he, I don't know if you see him transform, but. Just the fact that you'll be fighting the vampires and you'll be fighting the, the werewolves. So it just makes me think that you've stumbled in something bigger than yourselves and that you shouldn't be there at all. And the fact that both of them are your enemy means it's always going to be interesting. Like, you won't be taking sides of anyone. I think that's good. I think that's something that's good to have because it means there are three different sides, three different stories in that regard because the story of the vampire, story of the the lichens the werewolves and then the story of i guess you and chris redfield and umbrella whoever. um so that's pretty cool and i think you are the same character from number seven i think you're that ethan guy which is great because i, I want to know more about him so apparently um it's a spoiler like if you haven't seen the trailer um but apparently i think umbrella or at least chris redfield killed ethan's uh missus the whole reason for number seven. There was the whole reason number seven happened. So I really want to know more about that. That has, that's gripped me. Cause I'm like, he did all of that. There was even DLC about all that shit. And it was for nothing. Like, get out. Get out now. So I'm looking forward to it. Nice,
0: awesome. All right, that was a big spoiler to just throw away like that. (laughs) It was in the trailer. Or this one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. My oh okay, no no,
1: but it was, it was, <laughs> no, no. I was like, if you that's haven't seen the trailer, but you've seen the trailer, so it's that, like, that, that's my fault. though for so not attention. <laughs> <laughs> bye I bye. thought you were just doing this for the camera. No, <laughs> like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, mate. I it, was, it was late. It was late. Oh no. Maybe I misheard, and that's not what he actually says in the trailer. But I'm pretty sure that's what he says. Well,
0: (laughs) it better be. (laughs) I think for me, again, it's a tie between two things. Mm -hmm. The first one was noticing that Resident Evil has reached 25 years. So all the messages from different developers, different teams that were celebrating Resident Evil's 25 years of success was really Mm -hmm. heartwarming to me. I really like that. Mm -hmm. And the other thing was basically... Yeah, and the other thing was the host, Brittany, basically saying the internet wouldn't mind it if the demo was just having tea with Lady Dim- Dimitris. Yeah, she's not <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Like, Cupcom knew what they were doing. <laughs> they know what they're doing, man. Mate, there is just a screenshot of her back. It's just mad. And the thing is, she's nine feet tall, so that thing is mad.
1: <laughs> Bruh.
0: You, oh, mate. Yeah,
1: Hey, maybe I will play this game. You know, maybe maybe <laughs> I will play it actually. Because like I've heard, I might be wrong. Maybe I'm just hoping for this. But there's a uh, it's a camera mode. It's a camera mode, picture mode, photo mode. And uh, I don't normally use photo mode. It's for me. It's the, my least favorite part of the game. But I might make an exception this one time. Because like, I always want to try things once. Like that's that's who I am. I'll try mm. everything once.
0: That's, of course. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think you won't be alone in that one. I think many Resident Evil players will be using photo mode. <laughs> yeah,
1: because you know it's, it's a PS5 experience. That's that's all it is. You wanna uh, check out yeah. the new graphics, uh you know what they've done with the game, uh um, how they've revamped it, that's all it is.
0: <laughs> but i think that, that that was all the showcases we had i think we might have missed one or two but they weren't really major so mm. that's fine uh did you have anything else you wanted to talk about in this pod um
1: sure you know thanos did nothing wrong uh you won so uh good for him
0: okay is this is gonna be your running gag now you're gonna talk about something <laughs> random <laughs> hey you yeah. said if i wanted to add anything <laughs> and i did it's...
1: <laughs> oh, dear.
0: Well, in that case, I think we'll wrap things up. Make sure to follow us on Twitch, Streamcast TV. It's Quiz Week. Can Isaac win the Streamcast Championship once again? Or will Akira retain the gold? We have a couple of special guests. And make sure you don't miss it, 9pm on Friday, BST. Also, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram, Streamcast underscore. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Streamcast and make sure you check out our website, thestreamcast.co.uk. There's only a limited amount of time to sign up for the Smash tournament. The spaces are almost all gone. It's a completely free tournament to sign up to, so why not test your skills or why not prove your skills to the rest of the Smash community? The winner will get a £50 Nintendo eShop voucher, so why not sign up? That link will be in the description. But until then, make sure you take care of yourselves and your loved ones. Stay safe, keep on gaming, and we'll catch you on the next Streamcast. Bye.